On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Dr. Sanal Makadia. Dr. Makadia is the Director of Sports Cardiology, the Director of Heart Failure and Cardiac Rehabilitation at LifeBridge Health. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Dr. Makadia, thanks for doing the podcast. I usually go through some banter and I talk about how it's tricky to find my studio. Uh, my studio is in Hamden. It's in one of the historic mills along the Jones Falls River in Baltimore near Hamden. But we're not there today. We're in your clinic, which is in Quarry Lake. At Quarry Lake, yep. Greenspring Avenue. Greenspring in Pikesville. So you work for LifeBridge Health, one of the main hospitals. LifeBridge Health is Sinai, so we're not far from Sinai. Not too far. No. And I'm guessing you may spend some time there every once in a while? I usually spend mornings at Sinai. We do procedures over at Sinai Hospital. Oh, mm-hmm. fun, fun procedures. They usually involve needles and poking people and measuring electricity, right? Exactly. Yeah, now I know why I was not a doctor. <laughs> but I do this all the time. I jump right into what you're doing now. We need to learn a little bit about you. Okay. Did you play sports in school? I did. So I was a big baseball fan and, and growing up played a lot of baseball growing up all the way from I guess t-ball up to um, just a little bit of college club ball high school what uh, position did you play where'd you go to school <clears throat> I went to Duluth High School in Duluth Georgia uh, played mostly on the infield I did pitch a little bit until I threw my shoulder out but played mostly second base and shortstop you hear that a lot pitchers usually pitch until something goes wrong with that <laughs> arm that's not an uncommon story doc yeah I didn't I didn't well I gotta say I didn't probably pay the best attention to my conditioning coaches that didn't lift when I guess I was supposed to. I thought you can just go out and throw, learn the hard way that that's probably not the best advice. So are you, do you remember what high school it was? Where'd you go to high school? I went to Duluth High School. Duluth, you told me that. And the mascot? The Wildcats. The Wildcats. Good mascot. We we get a lot of them and they're not always good like the Wildcats. (laughs) That's awesome. So your pitcher, did you have a a signature pitch that you threw? Ha, the slow ball. Um, no, not really. I, you know, back in high school, it's it's you throw your four seam, you throw it, you try to throw a two seam, and then they tell you not to dabble too much on sliders, curves. I tried, I tried the curveball, not not. I wouldn't say pitching was my strong suit. It was fun. It was fun. And you played some club ball in college. Played a little bit of club ball in college. Where'd you go to college? At Emory University in Atlanta. And that was undergrad. Undergrad. And club ball is, is like real real baseball, but it's just not conferenced, and you don't have to do the crazy schedule where you you know you have to eat with the team and study with the team. Yeah, and there's, travel there's with the not team. much traveling. I mean, very very little bit here and there. Mostly played um, mostly for fun, really. It's not people trying to make the majors or cut to the minors or anything like that. And I can't imagine uh, you know if you were playing an athletic schedule and 
thinking about being a doctor, that probably would have been tough. Did you know you were going to be a doctor when you first started school? You know, I didn't. Um, it's interesting. I, I, I didn't know any doctors in the family growing up. So we, my family's mostly in small business, thought I would go that route, started undergrad as a business major, did some prerequisites in pre-medicine, had some friends that were <clears throat> very into going into medicine and started hanging around them, took some prereq classes, found out that I loved it and uh, decided to go down the pre-med route. That's cool. Did, because of that, and you, did, I guess you changed major, did it take you more than four years to get through undergrad? No, no, four years, start to finish. I don't think I could have uh, paid more for undergrad. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping my son's listening. He's a freshman at Maryland, <laughs> okay. uh, so he gets four years. No, there's no five- and six-year graduation rates Yeah, you don't want to be listening. The, I don't think you want to be that fifth-year college kid hanging around campus either. Unless Not it's an athletic look. thing where you're a fifth yeah. year you're red, like shirt red shirt. Yeah, that's different. That's different. That's different. <laughs> so four years of undergrad <coughs> in Georgia. So you went to high school in Georgia, undergrad in Georgia. Did you stay in Georgia for medical school? No. I, um, since I spent my whole life in Georgia, I applied broadly for med school. I found um, a very good program out in New York. So I went to New York University for medical school um, and moved to Manhattan for four years. Nice. You got to see a lot of stuff in Manhattan that you probably didn't see in Georgia. It was awesome. I got to say the big city... Um, definitely just culture, food, people. It was, it was fantastic. All right. So hold on. So, so undergrad in high school in Georgia. So Braves, Atlanta Braves baseball, definitely. but then medical school in New York. So there's the Mets, there's the Yankees. Are, are you a fan of any one of those teams now? Oh God, no. None of no, them? You don't God, like the no. Braves or the oh, Yankees? Oh, the Braves, yeah. No, oh, the Braves. Okay, okay. <coughs> you can't, yeah. Still rooting for the Braves. Still rooting for the Braves. <coughs> Cannot, yeah. I didn't change my allegiance. Um, Just checking. But you're living in Baltimore now. Do you like the Orioles? <coughs> I do like the Orioles. So the Different leagues. So okay, because Braves are National Orioles. League, right? That's right, yep. Orioles are American League. Yeah. And they had a good season last year. The, the Orioles, Orioles had are fun a great to watch. season. They're fun to watch. They're young. I think they've got a... I think this year's going to be fun. I agree. Yeah. So, so we're recording this in January. So I, I forgot to say Happy New Year. So I Happy usually New take a, too. a break. Yeah. Uh, my last uh, podcast was in 2022. And now we're in 2023. So this is the first one back. So Happy New Year. And we're recording in January. This will go out in January. People will hear it. When you left Georgia to go to New York for, for medical school, did you know you're going to be a cardiologist? No. So <clears throat> I always thought I'd do something in sports medicine. And at the time, I thought I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon, you know, work for a um, <laughs> work for one of these professional baseball or football teams doing surgeries on these athletes. I found out very quickly that I'm probably not the best surgeon. I did not like the OR, didn't like operating. Um, it's very cool stuff that they do, the conditioning that these guys go through. But when something goes wrong, they tear an ACL, they, they uh, hurt their shoulder. And to get them back into full-on um, game time, mode it's 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 fascinating the type of work these orthopedic surgeons do so i thought it was very cool um but i learned out i found out very quickly that i liked cardiology i think it was fascinating i thought the the, the medicine is cool the the way the heart works the way it bounces back from injury was fantastic and the ability of the heart to keep up with anything from running you know 100 mile these ultra marathons to high level sprinting um i think it's fascinating so so I chose cardiology pretty quickly in medicine. So at some point during medical school, you decide cardiology and you have to apply <laughs> to a, like an internship or, or a residency or both. Mm -hmm. how, how long do they last for, a, for someone that wants to be a cardiologist? Yeah, so to be a cardiologist, you have to complete three years of general internal medicine training. Um, it's combined with an internship, so it's three years total. Um, following your residencies, then you, you apply for a subspecialty in cardiology, which is an additional three 
to five years, depending on three to six years, depending on what you want to do. Ooh, you must have, uh, have have quite the commitment here to cardiology. So that, that's a good thing. Hopefully, hopefully that's paying off for you. So we're up to speed. You're working for LifeBridge Health. You're the director of sports cardiology. What does that mean? So what kind of stuff do you do with cardiology? Do you do like pre-activity physicals? Does somebody come to you because something doesn't seem right? Tell, tell me a little bit about the program here. Yeah, so we do we do a little bit of everything. So I will see um, any as part of our sports cardiology clinic, I'll see any student athlete, adult athlete, anyone who considers himself an athlete or has any kind of background in competing, whether that's weekend warrior type activity, whether they're training for um, an event, whether they're competing nationally, internationally, whatever it is. And if they're running into any issues cardiac wise, we do pre-performance evaluations, making sure their hearts are ready to go to start training. And then any hiccups they experience along in their training or competition. So if anyone's having any cardiac issues whatsoever, we see them in the office, evaluate them, go through the diagnostic process, make sure they're safe to compete or address the issue that they have before they go back to compete. Um, So it kind of runs a gamut. Very cool. So I wasn't sure I was going to go there, but I do want to ask. So there was an event on the football field not that long ago, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. And it it seems like, and and I'm not a doctor, um, but it seems like from what I'm reading in the news, it was some kind of cardiac event. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know if you've had a time, had a chance to talk about this. That seems like a really rare thing to happen. Yeah. So it's very, you know, unfortunate, you know, it's very unfortunate for DeMar, his team, his family. Um, thankfully, we've heard that he's out of the hospital. He's back at home. He's, he's starting his rehab process. We don't have too much information about the diagnosis that he's, that he received, um, he had a cardiac arrest on the field, right? He's his, which essentially means his stop, his heart stopped beating. It stopped sending blood to his brain and his heart. Um, and they, thankfully they were able to resuscitate him very quickly. They got him to the hospital. They were able to restart his heart, um, in a manner of, in a matter of minutes, which is, which was fantastic. So we don't, we don't, I think it's still early to speculate what his diagnosis is judging from how he went down looking at the replays and what the initial reports are saying, it was essentially a freak accident. He got, he got hit in the chest during his tackle, um, probably at the exact right time and the right place for his heart to spontaneously go into an abnormal rhythm. There's a, there's a diagnosis for this. It's called commotio cordis. It's, it's rare. It happens mostly in, um, Sports where you could get hit with like a hockey puck or a baseball, martial arts, something like that in the chest at the right at the exact time in the cardiac cycle where it throws the electricity off of the heart, causing the cardiac arrest. That's what we think is what's going on with him. Thankfully, it looks like he's on the road to recovery. It was fortunate that there was a trainer or someone on standby that or nearby that knew CPR or knew how to use an AD or whatever was used to to get him to the hospital. So that was a, a fortunate thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you can see the response during the during the field, right? I mean, they were they were right there. The trainers ran to them. They knew what to do. Um, you know, when I when I talk to our teams that we, we work with with sports cardiology, that's that's the number one thing that we stress is that, you know, stress the importance of even anyone who wants to learn CPR, you could be that person that saves that person's life. And it doesn't have to be a trainer, it could be a teammate, it doesn't have to be um, anyone with any specific medical training. The HA gives classes on CPR that anyone can learn, and those minutes could, could be the difference between life and death. So that's what we stress, having a, having a defibrillator um, at the games, having a trainer who's well-equipped well with doing that. I think all that's important. 
So you said defibrillator, and and mm-hmm. I told you I was going to call you on on any acronyms. I was hoping you <laughs> said we're going to say AED, so I could have called you on the de- yeah. defibrillator. Can you talk just a little bit? So what do they? And it's the paddles or the stickers or mm-hmm. how do they work? Do they actually electrocute you? What's what's going on with an AED or a defibrillator? Yeah, so AED stands for automatic external defibrillator, which is essentially a um, a piece of equipment that has two metal paddles. And you essentially electrocute or re or shock that person's heart back into normal rhythm. So we know that if a heart is not beating properly, if the electricity is going haywire in the heart at the time of a cardiac arrest or any other arrhythmia, you can essentially reset the heart's rhythm. And if you provide it with enough joules, enough wattage to restart the heart, it'll pause for a second. And then the normal heart rhythm, the normal electricity of the heart should start back up. So, random question: Do you do your own electrical work at home? Do you do you, do you do wires in your house? Can you do outlets? No, no, no. I wouldn't even try. Pro- probably a good idea. Probably, yeah, not a good idea to, to start doing that. So, I, d- I don't like to keep you long. You're you're a busy guy, and I do appreciate the time you, you spent with me. I tend to ask toward the end for advice, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to ask you for some advice, but I'm going to be really careful to say I'm not asking you for specific medical advice. If someone has a medical question, they should see their primary care physician. They should Absolutely. make an appointment to see you. <clears throat> what I ask for is more kind of like that general for a youth or, or a student athlete, general advice for an eighth grader, a ninth grader, maybe even a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, what is something that you wish you knew when you were in high school or, or wish you could tell someone who is in high school, and it doesn't have to be about cardiology, but anything that you have to say or, or, or message you would send to that person. Yeah, so I like, um, I really like talking about eating the right way, being healthy, right? When we're young, we think we're invisible. Um, we're eating whatever we have in front of us, going to pizza parties, um, and which is fine, right? We're all young. We, 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 um, we are healthy for the most part growing up. and, it, and But that... I would advise people to just be mindful of what they're putting into their body because when it comes to athletics and being well conditioned to, to, you know, to advance in your sport, um, all that nutrition plays a big role over time. And so if you're talking about wanting to stay healthy and staying competitive as you go through high school, whether that's, you know, collegiate level athletics or even professional, you'll hear from the professional athletes that it's their, their conditioning, their nutrition that they focused on when they're in their, late teens or early 20s, that that's allowing them to stay healthy, stay fit, stay conditioned up until their 30s, 40s. Makes you feel better. You'll get much more of a performance boost without really realizing it. If you work on your macronutrients, you're eating healthy, um, you know, general things like fruit and vegetables, make sure you get enough servings, um, stay hydrated. All that is very important. You don't want to be that person that's completing that last lap, setting your best time and then have a cramp. So all that becomes very important, Stret, you know, stretching, conditioning, nutrition. Don't lose sight of that um, going forward. So you can have the chicken wings, but make sure you eat those celery sticks too, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's right. So I usually, at this point, I, we finish up and I, I ask, are you on social media? Is there a website? If someone needs to talk to a sports cardiologist, is there a way to get a hold of you? Is there an office number? Yeah, so, so our office will see any student athlete or any athlete, for that matter, over the age of 17. Um, the best way to get in contact is to contact our, our office, our sports cardiology office. The phone number is 410-367-2590. Um, and we'd be happy to see you. Dr. Makadia, thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. 
As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.